بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وموالاه أما بعد All praise and thanks are due solely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jesus peace, blessings and salutations upon our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh I'm Irshad Siddiq and today we are looking at the 13th juz in this series called Unlocking Hearts where we endeavor to ponder around the Qur'an and in the Qur'an so that Allah makes us from among those who reflect on the Qur'an and not from among those who have locks upon their hearts. The 13th juz begins at verse 53 of Surah Yusuf, contains all of Surah Ra'ad and ends with Surah Ibrahim. The common theme that runs from Surah Yunus to Surah Hijr is the greatness of the Qur'an itself. In fact, Every one of these surahs begins with verses describing the greatness of the Qur'an as a reminder to you, the reader, to take it seriously and reflect upon it. This juice begins with a turning point in the life of Prophet Yusuf His story in the previous juice focused on his trials and tribulations, but at this point he begins to work for the king and eventually rises to a position of authority in the kingdom. It is at this stage that we see the amazing character of Yaqub and Yusuf Yaqub shows us the most beautiful example of optimism and patience, while Yusuf shows us an incredible example of generosity and forgiveness. These are four powerful characteristics that their forefather Ibrahim was known for, and we all see these characteristics in this surah. The surah ends with the family reunited and all grudges forgiven. Yaqub is not satisfied to learn that his son Yusuf is still alive. He is only satisfied when he learns that he is still a believer. Subhanallah. The true passing of any test in life is to remain firm on the true faith throughout the test. Yusuf himself asks Allah to allow him to die a believer fulfilling the supplication of his forefathers. In Surah Al-Baqarah, we learn that Ibrahim and Yaqub both made dua that their progeny would die upon Islam. Yusuf was one of many answers to that dua. A common theme that runs throughout this juz is the importance of patience and gratitude. Surah Yusuf gives us the example of beautiful patience in Yaqub Surah Ra'ad reminds us that paradise is earned through patience. Peace be upon you because you endured patiently. How excellent is the final home, subhanAllah. Both Surah Ra'ad and Surah Ibrahim remind us of the crucial importance of gratitude in earning the mercy of Allah. Allah says, those who believe and whose hearts find comfort in the remembrance of Allah, surely it is in the remembrance of Allah that hearts find comfort. And this is the verse we zoom in today. It is in Surah Ra'ad and it is verse number 28. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بَعْدَ أَنْ أَقُولَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَطْمَئِنُّ قُلُوبُهُمْ بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ Those who believe and they make their hearts content with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Behold, it is with the remembrance of God that hearts are contented. This verse is so profound in its simplicity, subhanallah. How often don't we pursue various pathways to find a missing piece in our lives, to fill a gap, to fill a hole, 
something that we yearn for, that we long for, that we don't quite understand. Some of us try to fill that hole with good things and others bad things. Sometimes we try to fill that hole with adrenaline rushes and getting different material things, hoping that one thing is going to make us happy. But the reality is Allah has designed that hole and that hole is a is a remembrance hole. It is a dhikr hole. And that dhikr is the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is only when we endeavor to remember Allah throughout our days and nights that we are consciously aware of Him and His existence in our lives and all around us, that our lives are geared towards earning His pleasure, that we are on a journey towards Him, back to Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is only then that we will find that hole just disappears because we will be living our true purpose. And until then, we will continue to walk the hedonic treadmill and any other form of treadmill trying to find, trying to search, trying to, to go beyond, to find something that we don't, even, we, we don't even have the ability to describe. But the reality is it's right there inside of us. We just need to go deep inside and remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the depths of our hearts. And when we do that, we will find that our hearts are at peace because they were designed to love Allah. And when they do love Allah, they are fulfilling their purpose. They are fulfilling what they were designed for. And of course, we, we don't have to trust or listen to anyone as far as this is concerned because we can easily attempt to experience it ourselves. And I'm sure as you're listening to this, you are in fact experiencing some sort of contentment of the heart because we find ourselves almost in the middle of the month of Ramadan and we find ourselves in a month where we are surrounded by khairat, by hasanat, by good deeds, the recitation of the Qur'an, pray, salat al-taraweeh, fasting. So our hearts have been engulfed in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and whatever softness, whatever malleability, whatever change of positive uh, a positive energy we find in our lives and in our hearts, it's because it is engulfed in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah also says, do you not see how God presents a parable? A parable? Now this parable, alam tarakayfa, this, this presentation that Allah gives us is in Surah Ibrahim, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us a number of things. The one before he teaches us this parable, he actually teaches us that whatever benefit and blessings we experience, if you give thanks, I will grant you increase. But the way Allah says this, subhanAllah, right? and, and your Lord says, your Lord proclaims in fact, right? that, that adhan, that it's, a, it's an announcement. What did he say? What did he proclaim? What did he announce? That if you give thanks, I will certainly increase you. But if you are ungrateful, my punishment is severe. Allahumma khfadna, Allah save us from the severe punishment of the, of the akhirah. Then the parable comes in Surah Ibrahim about a tree. Allah says, do you not see how God presents a parable? A good word is like a good tree. Its roots are firm and its branches are in the sky. It yields its fruits every season by the will of its Lord. God presents the parables to the people so that they may reflect. And the parable of a bad word is that of a bad tree. It is uprooted from the ground. It has no stability. Subhanallah, there's so many lessons in that ayah. But really, 
I urge you to go and reflect on the ayah in Surah Ibrahim and look for the ayah. Look for the ayah that speaks about kalimatan tayyibatan, right? And the ayah that speaks about shajaratin tayyibatin. These are the words that you look for. And when you identify it, remember this example and then look up the translation and then reflect on it again and again and again and again. For it will reveal many things within your heart, inshallah ta'ala. This is the common theme that runs throughout this juz. The two paths to paradise are patience and gratitude. We need to be patient with the trials of life, knowing that victory is from Allah and He does not test us beyond our capabilities. We also need to be grateful for every blessing in our lives. If we are, Allah will increase our blessings in both worlds. These two qualities can exist at the same time. At almost any time in our lives, there are trials to the patient, there are trials to be patient, and there are also trials to be grateful. In other words, blessings, right? Because blessings are trials in and of themselves. When we receive blessings, if we don't respond to them correctly, it can be a trial for us. And the correct response is always going to be one of gratitude. Victory is achieved by constantly moving between patience and gratitude, depending on the tests of the day. Surah Ra'ad. In fact, before we go to Surah Surah Ra'ad, this this is what the Prophet ﷺ actually said. He said, "Ajabal li amri al-mu'min." Amazing is the matter of the believer. Inna amrahu kullahu lahu khair. Inna amrahu kullahu lahu khair. All of the believers' affairs are good. Why? Because they know to respond with patience in times of difficulty and gratitude in times of ease. Moving on, Surah Ra'ad is named after the thunder as this surah reminds us that even what we perceive as inanimate are actually creations of Allah that praise Him in ways that we cannot imagine. Allah says, The thunder praises His glory and so do the angels in awe of Him and He sends the thunderbolts, striking them, striking with them, whomever He wills, subhanah. Yet they argue about God while He is tremendous in might. Surah Ibrahim, of course, is named after Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, and it contains a powerful passage about the du'as, the prayers of Ibrahim والسلام, from which we can derive beautiful lessons. Here, in summary, is the du'a of Nabi Ibrahim Remember that Ibrahim said, O oh my Lord, make this land peaceful and keep me and my sons from worshipping idols. My Lord, they have led many people astray. Whoever follows me belongs with me, and whoever disobeys me, you are forgiving and merciful. Our Lord, I have settled some of my offspring in a valley of no vegetation by your sacred house. Our Lord, so that they may perform the salah, the prayers, so make the hearts of some people inclined towards them, and provide them with fruits and sustenance, that they may be thankful. Our Lord, you know what we conceal and what we reveal, and nothing is hidden from God on earth or in heaven. Praise be to Allah, who has given me in my old age, Ismail and Ishaq. My Lord is the hearer of du'as. My Lord, make me one who performs the salah and my offspring, our Lord, accept our supplication. Ya Rabb, forgive me and my parents and the believers on the day the reckoning takes place.
Amin, Ya Rabbal Alameen. And with the dua of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, we say Amin as it is our own dua and supplication as well. And now we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our own words as well. And we say, Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'ul alim. Oh, our Lord, please accept from us. Indeed, you are the yara, you are the most knowledgeable. Watub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim. And pardon us and forgive us, for you are the one who accepts pardon. And you are the most merciful. Allahumma salli wa sallim ala Sayyidina Muhammadin fil awwaleen wa fil akhireen wa fi kulli waqtin waheen. O oh Allah, send the choices, peace, blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at the beginning and at the end and in every time and in every space. Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh our Lord, we turn to you and we make dua as Nabi Ibrahim had made dua. And we beg of you for your mercy as he begged you of your mercy. And we beg of you for your forgiveness, for your forgiveness as he begged you for your forgiveness. Ya Rabb, as he left his family in the middle of a desert by your sacred house. Ya Allah, begging you and pleading to you as though he is desperate and in need for you and for you alone. Ya Allah, similarly we raise our hands and we beg of you just as he begged of you. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Ya Allah, as you responded to the call of Nabi Ibrahim, we beg of you to respond to our call. Ya Allah, to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, amid the verses, amidst the verses of Ramadan, you've mentioned that whenever the caller calls you, you will respond to the call. Ya Allah, we are calling upon you. Oh Allah, please respond to our call. Ya Allah, as you have given Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam miracles in his life, with children in his old age, with amazing sustenance to all his offspring and making his offspring of those who perform the prayers. Ya Allah, we make dua for our ummah. We make dua for our ummah. We make dua for our ummah. All of our brothers and sisters around the world that we can all be guided by our iman, that we can all live by our iman, that we can all be from among those who pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala five times a day, every single day, on, on time, Ya Allah, as you've commanded. Ya Allah, we ask that you make us from among those who are successful in this life and successful in the world you're after. Ya Allah, in these days and nights of Ramadan, we turn to you with our bad habits, our mistakes, and our major sins and our minor sins, and we beg of you, Ya Rabb, relieve us of these burdens and forgive us and allow us to turn back to you and allow us to, le to lead righteous lives, lives that you are pleased with, Ya Rabbal Alameen, lives that emulate the best of nations and the best of people ever to, have, ever to have walked the face of this earth, the prophets and the messengers and their companions, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, Ya Rabbi, accept our du'as, Ya Allah, accept our ibadah, Ya Allah, accept our ibadah and accept our taraweeh, accept our fasting, accept our salah, accept our recitation of Qur'an and accept our reflection on the Qur'an. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin in Nabiyyil Ummiyyi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa baraka wa sallam. سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته